Remember, Kate, this is gonna start like in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> so, it's okay, whatever. We used to have like a friend that was a Ford Escort, not the car, but he That's right. He like he was like a security for escorts, so he would drive them to their hmm. dates, and then he would wait in the car as security, and then he would. So he like and it, like he had the best stories about it too. Yeah, it was a weird job because he would he would drive them to where they were having sex with a guy. So it was like skip the dishes, pussy edition, right? <laughs> you order you you order pussy, it comes in a hot bag. And like and then the and then he would sit in the car outside and wait for them to be done and that like but I, I always thought like how could you do that job? Because like, okay, she's supposed to be out in say forty five minutes. Yeah. And if she's not out in forty five minutes you got to go in like i mean I, that's you know like it's one of those things where like you know i could do it as long as nothing happened yeah, yeah as long as you didn't have to actually every, do the job of security yeah as long as everything went the way it was supposed it's like you know m- me with most employment as long as things are going well enough that anybody could do it it's fine if it's the train if the train car tips and right. you go oh or even we, even how in do we cover this up even in comedy, if a table of women are like, you're dumb. Like, I'm like, okay, it's over. It's over, folks. I can't come back from this. It has to be going perfect. Everybody has to be laughing or it's awful. So you literally just want a job that's not a job. <laughs> yeah, I need a job that is like, well, I, w- I was applying for COVID door screener, which I think would be good until you run into like a virulent at anti-masker. What's a COVID door screener do? Well, all you do is um, you're like a fucking, uh, you know, you're a, you're a butler. You're, you know, you just, you just sit at the door of a hospital and then you're like, have you traveled outside of Canada in the last two weeks? Do you ever shit yourself and not tell anybody? <laughs> um, you know, you ask them four or five personal questions, COVID related. And then uh, you give them a little tickle, you know. It's like a COVID census. Yeah, so I'm. You basically just make sure you're a COVID cop. <laughs> you have to wear a COVID cop uniform. What's the? Yeah, uniform? you wear COVID security. You just wear this fucking like that. You know the COVID looking thing. <laughs> um, on your coveralls or whatever. I couldn't. Yeah, I mean, I don't get it. I, but yeah, so I mean, I but I could do that until somebody said no, thank you, because that's what anti-maskers do. They don't say fuck you, like. They come in and you're like, hi, you have to wear a mask. And they're like, no, thank you. And then they walk by all happy. And they're like, no, I'm not anti anything. I'm pro something. Uh, I'm, I'm pro. pro I'm pro people and I'm pro face and I'm pro teeth and I'm pro mouth and I'm pro laughter and smiles. And I'm pro freedom. And I'm pro freedom. You, you're sitting there behind your little fucking desk. You anti-life cocksucker. <laughs> so they, you know. But so as soon as that happens, I just, pre- I will honest to God, pretend I didn't see them. <laughs> That's the kind of employee I am. If I was a security guard, same thing. Like if somebody came in with a fucking gun and put it in my mouth and then said, I'm going to the third floor and you can't stop me. I would just be like, okay. And then he would leave. And then I would go to the room and try to destroy the security footage of me letting him. I'm not doing your job. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, hey, I text one of the people that trained me like, Hey, uh, how do you get these? Uh, how do you delete time on these things? Could have been I, an embarrassing like, thing happened earlier. I have been working at the coffee shop again and the restaurant, and I like I hate people. I'm so tired of working with the public. Like I, it's now more than ever. Even like nice people come in, I'm like, oh, oh, they're nice. Get oh. out of here! Why are you yeah. here? Yeah, it's uh, nice people are more annoying because you're like well this is gonna be talking (laughs) oh god yeah when somebody's miserable you're like oh thank god they're miserable because at least we're not going to have a conversation true and people are so stupid right now when it comes to covid like there was like a table in our restaurant the whole restaurant was pretty much empty i think there was one other table and there was one dirty table and these two women go straight for the dirty table to sit down and i'm like you can't sit there i have to clean it and then they were like oh okay and they stood there and watched me while I cleaned I'm like why don't you just go sit at one of the other tables and then when they ordered they're like 
okay, so we're going to share this, but we need it separate because we don't want to contaminate anything and blah, blah. I'm like, you just about sat right down at a table. And so they went from being like the dumbest to the dumbest. (laughs) Like I just, people just make me so angry now. And it's so hard to work with the public and not want to kill them at all times. And when I'm a member of the public, I try not to be that, you know? Yeah. Like when I go anywhere, yeah, I'm like, I'm not, look, even if I'm asking somebody a question that I know they've heard a bunch or something, I'll be like, look, I know that you get this question all the time and it's probably really annoying, but where the fuck is the bathroom? (laughs) You know, like, where's the, why you're out of toilet paper. Yeah. I'm sorry to do this to you because it makes you picture me shitting, but you're out of toilet paper. In the handicap bathroom. Just because you asked for toilet paper, you think the waitress is picturing you shit? If they close their eyes right after I say it and go, oh, you know, I think they're probably imagining me shitting. <laughs> for, a, for a guy, if you need toilet paper, it's for one reason. Oh, yeah, no. Like a girl can ask for toilet paper and it doesn't matter. That's the joys yeah. of being a girl. <laughs> oh my God, are you upset? Like, yeah. I do have to say, though, that since I have my bidet, my toilet paper bill has gone way down yeah your toilet paper consumption you just need a little bit of toilet paper after yeah but what where's your water bill skyrocketing i don't know (laughs) i don't know you know you get those bar graphs where it shows you like january last year i don't see i don't see the bills for the house my landlord just send them to me oh so you could bidet all motherfucking day yeah like i still pay for it but like it's not like it's a fire hose, Sean. It's just like a little squirt of water. It's not like I'm using little, buckets extra water. I still think it's gross. I feel, you know, like I know that paper's grosser. Like if an alien came down and said, what would you like to do? Smear shit into your ass yeah. with paper exactly. or clean it out completely with water. Of course, the aliens would say, give me the bidet, but. I'm going to buy you a bidet for Father's Day. Father's bidet. Yeah, I'm going to buy you a Father's bidet. Okay. <laughs> All and right. then you can like let me know how much you hate it or love it you're gonna love it so what coffee shop are you working at uh it's a second cup oh fuck yeah that, that's a tough one to work at isn't it no it's actually quite easy like it's the easiest job ever but I don't think I'm gonna stay there much longer it's just like I don't really need the job anymore and uh it's hard it's, there's nothing harder than working at second cup when you're not absolutely desperate for that fucking twenty dollars. <laughs> like, I do get free stuff, which is nice, but I just like, yeah, I'm totally done with the coffee shop world. I've been working at coffee shops my whole life. Now I'm just going to be like, I'll work at the restaurant. And then if I know somebody who wants me to be a receptionist at their office and I just get to hang out and play solitaire all day, then I'll go work there. <laughs> huh? Yeah. you. I good. would totally answer phones and like data entry that I could totally do that. But I just don't want to have to go out and look for that. I just want someone to be like, hey, Kathleen, here's a job. <laughs> oh, okay. It pays more than you'd think. Wow. And you don't have to do much. <laughs> yeah, the jobs that awesome. I'm looking at are like grade 12 <laughs> and must have an idea of what Microsoft Word is. <laughs> Why don't you go back to managing a McDonald's? Oh, my God. Come on. You'd be so no. good. I was a swing manager then. I worked with old fucking, his name was Ricky and we called him Baboon Heart. Why did you call him Baboon Heart? I think he had like a monkey valve. He was, he was a monkey valve guy. So What's the name of that him. movie where the guy has a baboon heart? Um, I don't know. Is there, can you get a Yes, there is baboon? a movie. Can you get it's a like John Bon Jovi heart? is in it or something. Oh my God, really? Or maybe Marissa Tomei. Who the fuck is calling me? End. Baboon. Baboon heart. Yeah, baboon heart. Heart. Let's see. Baboon heart <laughs> transplant. Baboon heart movie. It's like Marissa Tomei and Bon Jovi or something. Oh, an American infant born in 1984 with hypoplastic left heart syndrome. She became the first infant subject of it. Zeno transplant procedure and first successful infant heart transplant, receiving the heart of a baboon. What? Yeah. How long did baby Faye live after the transplant? She lived for 21 days. Oh, and she, it didn't even work? No. Oh, poor baby Faye. 
Baby Faye. Yeah, so that didn't happen very much. But look up B- Baboon Heart movie. I know there's a movie about it where the guy has a baboon heart. Okay. And she falls in love with him, but he can't love her because it's a baboon heart or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh. Untamed Heart. Yes. Who's in it? It's, uh, yeah, of course. Marissa Tomei, Christian yes. Slater. Christian Slater, that's right. Untamed Heart is a 1993 American romantic drama filmed by Tony Bill, written by Tom Somebody. The film was originally titled The Baboon Heart in honor of an infant named Baby Faye. Oh, wow, it all connects. Yeah. Adam is an orphan who was told he had a baboon's heart. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you you don't have parents or a real human heart. I feel like my heart's broken. You're you don't have a heart, sir. Yeah, you... That was so heartless of my parents to leave me. Speaking of heartless, speaking of without hearts, <laughs> you have a baboon's ticker. Why is it a baboon heart? Are baboons closest to humans? Uh, I guess so. They're the I easiest ones to catch. <laughs> yeah. What if you were like the heart of a giraffe? I'm a fan of Marissa Tomei and Christian Slater, so I decided to give it a shot as a rental. I now own it on Laserdisc. This is oh, the epitome of commitment. <laughs> what are those? I think that Laserdisc is about the same as being a Betamax lover. Like Laserdisc. Laserdisc. Like, does anyone have Laserdisc anymore? Oh my God. It's like the fucking plasma. T- there was probably some asshole out there with a $16,000 plasma TV. And a $900 fucking uh, laser disc player yeah. thinking like, <laughs> I got the world by the tail. And then two <laughs> years later, people were like, nobody does that anymore. You know, a lot of people like would say, you know, I have a laser disc at home. And they think that they were really oh cool. Yeah. You want to come back to my place and fucking plasma some laser and <laughs> sweet TV. And it's a laser disc. It's fucking the best. It doesn't get any better. <laughs> laser disc and chill. Laser disc and chill. Plasma TV and chill. Laser disc. You remember when Netflix was like a mail order thing? Like you had to like you would they would mail you the DVD and then you would mail it back. Really? No. That's yeah. what Netflix used yeah, to yeah. be. That's what it started out. I never used it back then, but that's what it started no. out as. That's yeah, insane. How did it, it was a mail order bad idea? <laughs> well, well, Facebook. Facebook didn't Facebook start out with like Zuckerberg rating girls or something? Yeah, like Hot or Not, basically. Do you remember HotOrNot.com? No. There was a website. I mean, it probably still exists. Who knows? It was called HotOrNot.com. And you'd upload your picture. And then everyone would go through it and vote if you were hot or not. (laughs) You'd get a rating on the website and everything. There was also a good website called The Dirty that I don't think exists anymore because it's too, like, libelous. or It's where you could go and just, like, put like call out awful people mostly when you date them but i'm like i i'm sure sometimes people like lied on there and tried to ruin people's lives jesus oh just like now they just media? do it on twitter you don't need the dirty anymore so marissa tomei is a young waitress who seems to have bad taste in men <laughs> she's on her way home one night when thugs oh. attempt to rape her Adam, oh my god that got bad that went it goes to rape early it's like disney and death you know like the opening scene is an old person dying and then the rest of the movie is some redemption story about a fucking gorilla and a baboon (laughs) and then adam christian slater the mysterious bus boy who works in the same diner helps fight off the assailants there's always a guy who prevents a rape and you know what i mean does he fight him off like a baboon would like does he go up to yeah he just throws bananas at their dicks um so he he helps fight off the rapists and she begins a relationship with him which you would you know what i of mean of course you, you definitely would just end up dating the guy that fought off your rapist for sure immediately yeah. that's how love works that is how love works <laughs> but not all fellow minnesotans are happy for them meanwhile the couple face their own difficulties when carolyn finds out about adam's past including his baboon heart which makes Valentine's Day very difficult <laughs> because of his tiny, tiny baboon heart. Because they must have smaller hearts, I think. But anyway, the guy who worked at McDonald's 
his name was Rick. And he had a, we just, I just called him baboon heart. I don't know why. I think he had like a pig valve. Yeah. Probably is what he really had, but I called him baboon heart for no reason at all. And it stuck. It stuck <laughs> real hard. Everybody there called him baboon heart or babs or something. Did he Bab. hate it? Oh, he fucking hated it. Yeah. Because it reminded him that it, one of his valves could burst. Oh my God. That's so mean. Like a hose on a power steering, you know, like, like. Like a, you know, like an old truck with a power steering hose that could bust any minute and fucking have Armstrong steering for the rest of your life. I think he, yeah. So he knew that his ticker was, uh, could blow and he probably didn't want to be reminded of it at any given time, you know, but he had short, he had one arm that was shorter than the other two, like a super short arm. Oh, this poor uh, man. <laughs> yeah. Which was good for nuggets and stuff. Like he was, uh, you know, like. He could grab the basket without bending his elbow. I used to tell him all the time, like, you know, you're the only guy that can fucking do nuggets without with 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 a straight arm, you know. Um, so yeah, he was good for nuggets and uh making fun of and stuff. But that was a long time ago that I was a McDonald's manager. That was fucking I was the worst. You know what? When I go to McDonald's, if I get nuggets, I always order I'm that annoying person that's like, can you make them fresh? But it's just like there's nothing like a fresh nugget, like straight out of the fryer. Not, I hate it when they've been sitting around. You can tell when they've been sitting around for a while, but when yeah. they're fresh, it's amazing. But that's assuming that the drive-through people and the kitchen people are of the same mind, which they generally aren't. So the people that work up front are like, make the fresh nuggets. And then the people in the back are like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. That's all they do. Like, fuck. It's always all. scary to like order something like off menu because like you don't know if they're gonna spit yeah. it. Or oh, not. can we get that burger? Make sure that that patty doesn't have seasoning salt on it. And then you're like, <laughs> and then you just everybody just looks at each other like, <laughs> and then they give them the same burger. <laughs> and really, the the thought process is, I don't want this person to think they can do this here all the time. Yeah, I don't want this person to be like, oh, I go to the one in Fort Saskatchewan and I get the fucking blah, 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 and they do it every time. Ha, ha, ha. No, no, no. <laughs> go to a different fucking McDonald's because this is a McDonald's where that ain't happening, bitch. The one by my house is the worst McDonald's in the city. They cannot get any, they cannot get anything right. Like, yeah, the other day I ordered breakfast, but I ordered it on the app and then I sat in the parking lot for like 10 minutes and nobody came out. <laughs> So they went to the drive-thru. I'm like, I've been waiting for like 10 minutes. They're like, oh, we thought you were going to come in. Here's your meal. And then they gave me my money back. <laughs> I think they're used to it at that location because everybody's like, fuck this up. And they get, you know, they get 15 bucks an hour now. It's not like it used to be back in the Dizzy when five bucks an hour. was getting five or 525 or whatever, you know, <laughs> there, there's some jobs that make you want to puke though. Like I saw one that was like, hey, uh, do you want to join our a team of environmental athletes. And I'm like, what the fuck's this job? It's a, for a janitor, but they're trying to make it seem, but they're like, they're trying to set it up. Like, Hey, we need you to fucking work hard. We need you to be like an Olympic athlete with a mop. We need, we're, we're looking, we're not looking for janitors. We're looking for environmental athletes <laughs> and we need you to have CPR we need you to have forklift training. We need you to have like your waxing floor certificate. Like there was all these qualifications for $15 an hour. And I'm like, good fucking luck. Not for like for $15 an hour. To, plus you have to pay a lot of money to get all those certifications. So yeah, that's crazy. I don't know who does it. Just people like all you have to do. Like, I feel like I should invent a company that's fake and just offer people the worst possible job and see who takes it because you already know going like this person hates themselves. Like the fact that they sent a resume tells me that this person is near death, like from suicide. <laughs> this person has contemplated taking their own life. There's no way that they would come to me and be like, sure. I'm looking to become a, a fucking janitor who has all these qualifications and works for minimum wage and is willing to like sweat it out all night. Oh my yeah. God. So as soon as the resume comes in, you know, like this, I got this guy, this guy's mine. But you know, what's crazy. It, you can't live off of $15 an hour. Sure. You can. You got to no, fuck up Kathleen. No. Buying goddamn shit. 
if you just lived like you're supposed to live, you know, eat if a you little- just bought a house like me when I, when, it, when they were $50,000 in 1982, <laughs> you'd right. be set. You'd be making, you'd be doing what I am. I make more money as an old person than I do. Like, that's just the funniest part to me is how many seniors are making more money in retirement, <laughs> watching their investments grow with their pensions coming in. Like, it's just fucking crazy. Like I was looking at long-term care facilities for my dad, just in case he goes crazy or gets older. <laughs> um, and it's like the cost is like, is staggering. It's oh, insanity. To live in like a long-term care facility. It's like $2,500 a month. Minimum. In a shithole. Yeah. Yes. Splitting a room like, in a shithole, 2,500. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Like I cannot believe and then they're like, well, you get food and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but even still, like, that is like, if, if I can go, like, it's like living in an all-inclusive for seniors, yeah. but there's no pool. There's no fucking pool. The pool <laughs> there's, no, there's no pool bar where you can pee in the water. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they do. <laughs> they mostly shit in tubs anyway. Well, once you get to about 80, you're a tub shitter. You know what I mean? They take the brief off and there's something about the relief of not wearing a diaper anymore that makes you want to shit in a tub. And you won't know that for yourself until you're 85, you know, <laughs> freedom of that. Just like, just like you want to fuck more with a condom off. <laughs> That's why there's so many uh, STDs in uh, nursing homes because seniors are fucking each other and they're like, they're not committing to one. They're like having lots of horny oh, yeah. old people sex. <laughs> Which is weird and gross, right? I mean, it shouldn't be happening. It shouldn't be happening. None of it should be happening. It's gross. Well, I think that if you're old, that's all you can have to be fun anymore. Yeah, but still, just stop all of it, you know? Just sit in your your, your lazy boy and watch your shows all day. That's all you can do. Pretend like you're in quarantine. Not even a lazy boy. Just, you know, I wonder if they have internet and stuff. Oh, I'm sure, but they, I'm sure it's like infuriating for the staff because they're like... (laughs) Having to talk, tell them every single day what to do. Most of them just pet fake cats and stuff like that, you know? <laughs> That's too bad. When's it, That's when's why I don't your, want to get old. When is your first gig coming up? Do you have like a gig that you're looking forward to because it's the first one that's happening? You have a gig already? No, do you have like shows where you're like, oh, in April I have this and this when I'm kind we of- We have a gig in May if it ever, if it's allowed. Yeah, if it happens. That's the only one I have coming up. Well, that sounds fun. But have you been booked places and I haven't? Oh, yeah. No, I'm booked everywhere. I'm doing very well. Um, no, I think I have like two or three that might happen. Like, um, you know, if Dr. fucking Hinshaw get It's weird because now when you're on Facebook, like you see people flipping out who are like probably like normal three months ago but they're just wigging out like they've just had enough and they've lost their fucking minds i was saying that today i was like talking to people at work and i was like if i wasn't if if i was an asshole i'd be conspiracy theorying all this up i'd be an anti-masker if i was an asshole because i'm like at this point i'm just like okay it's been a year we're almost at a year of this shit and and like they're like oh yeah vaccinations are coming how hard is it to vaccinate people just do it like car registrations on tuesday the last name m go to the rogers center and get your vaccination and like it's not that freaking yeah. hard more like get your fucking gene therapy Ooh. no thanks no thanks bill chill i don't need your fucking bill gates chill pill what's gene therapy it's well it's what this is it's not a vaccine <laughs> it's genetic th- what they're trying to do is they're fucking they're taking your brain and your body right yeah. And uh, they run this gene therapy through it and it makes you more uh, amiable to socialism. (laughs) So then when there's a communist overlord, um, you're going to be like, oh, I don't feel so good. Uh, And then the communist is going to be like, I've got the antidote right here. All you have to do is fucking sign this agreement. If you're ever caught with corn, we'll murder you. That's what, that's what communism is. If you get caught with a couple extra grains of rice, they'll fucking slaughter your family. That's pure communism. 
So that's what this vaccine is. It's not a vaccine. That's what they say it is, but it's gene therapy. I want this gene therapy to go because I, I don't want to wear masks anymore. I'm so sick of the mask. It's, it's just because I have to work in them. I think that's the main thing. It's the first time I've ever cheered for big pharma, you know? <laughs> yeah, we want them the to first win time it. I've ever been like, let's do it, Johnson and Johnson. Like, <laughs> come on, Pfizer. Yeah, I love it. Thanks, Pfizer. Thanks, Pfizer. Like, fuck. <laughs> I don't know. I wish it was a vaccine plus opiates, you know, like so you get high mm-hmm. and stuff too. That'd be cool. If they did that, more people would do it. Yes. If you got some Oxycontin with all of with your vaccine, everyone would be like, me, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll line up for that shot. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to be either a COVID screener or like, who knows? I hopefully a COVID screener and I just ignore anybody who like comes in and says, no, thanks. I don't wear that because I love life. So do you have to go door to door or people come into your... Yeah, no, you definitely don't go door to door. That would be weird. Where like you knock on the door, they open it and go, "Can you put your mask on?" And they're like, "I'm in my fucking house." And you're like, "Hi, I'm I here." You said it was a door-to-door door COVID screener. No, no, no. You don't go to their COVID. It's not a screen door. It's not a no. They come to the hospital, and then you're like, "Hi there. You can't enter until you've taken this test." It's ten questions, and they're mostly personal. <laughs> I would just make up my own test and be like, "Have you ever fucked two black guys in an alley?" And then they'd be like, what? And then if you answer yes to more than three of these like horrific sexual questions, then you can't come in. But I think that's, it's so like, we're so much on the honor system. Like at the restaurant, you're supposed to be from the same household when you come in. And we ask people, I'm like, are you from the same household? Everyone's like, yes, but you can tell they're not from the same household. Like, it's People all in the same household aren't talking to each other. That's how you know they're from the same household because exactly. they've got so much fucking talking. Yeah, they're having fun things. together and they're like, you yeah. don't live together. If you're having a good you time guys, together, you no, not you guys together. are enjoying each other's company. I'll have to ask you to leave. <laughs> There's no fucking way you guys live in the same basement suite. It's two people that come into a second cup, sit down, and they both are on their phones. They're from the same household. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, but nobody is following the rule and it's all on the honor system and people are not, humans are not honorable these days. (laughs) No, I don't know if we ever have been, you know? I don't think we ever have been, but I think it's just more apparent these days that we're all pieces of shit. Except for us. Well, except for us. Oh, this is funny. There was like somebody commented on the podcast last week. uh, Why does the one guy have his face covered? And I just wanted to comment back. I'm like, to make us look better or <laughs> why does that guy have his face covered? well he... <laughs> it's his mask he wears it at all times yeah. It's a big yeah, yeah. dead baby bear logo on his head he got the gene therapy early and it fucked up his face yeah that's right what do you think the world's gonna be like a year from now i think um we won't be doing this podcast anymore Oh, come on, Sean. That'll be the first thing to go. Um, <laughs> Eugene will be the king of the world. Yeah, right. He wishes. No, he will be. He'll be the communist ruler, the communist, uh, first dog communist overlord. He would look so cute in a portrait, like one of those communist portraits in his jacket and his communist hat. Oh, he would be so cute. And we're all going to live in a communist paradise where all we get is a little some rations and um, uh, we all get our basic universal income, but it's like 800 bucks a month or something. Do you think that communism would work if it, would, if it was a fun communist leader? It would have to be a fun guy, you know, or a fun lady. Have to be yeah. <laughs> it would have to be somebody who's fun. Yeah. <laughs> the reason communism doesn't work is because you have to, you can't just take over the richest people. You can't take away the richest people in the world's power without military, like military. You yeah, know? that's true. Like, so communism only works when you overrun every rich person by saying, we'll murder you if you don't go along with this. And now you've got a dictatorship. You can't have like a fun communist ruler because he'd be like, hey, why don't we just give everything to other people? And the rich people would be like, no, that's not Do what you we're think- doing. 
So do you think like in a year that Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk will still be alive? <laughs> um, oh yeah. It's high it's more way more likely that they'll be alive than us. <laughs> with their fucking mechanical hearts and they're they're probably on some immortality juice too. They probably have some fucking weird supplements they take and it's a they'll live forever. You know? Did you see that they want to do a wealth tax in America and they said that like oh, Jeff Bezos would have to pay $15 billion. And they're like, yeah, but he'd still have $300 billion after that. <laughs> like, can you imagine if you if $15 billion was basically like a $10,000 tax bill to you? Like, you'd be like, God damn it. Bro, that, that's him after a divorce too. Yeah. Even after a divorce, he still has billions of dollars. Like, come on. Yeah, well, I, that's what I always say. Like, it's got to be guilt. Like, I have trouble sleeping at night just from dumb things that I do or have done or, you know, like I can't, I don't know how you could be worth $50 billion and sleep soundly at, in an evening. Like, I just don't know when you know that like, Oh, I could have bought a billion dollars worth of uh, malaria nets and saved a million people last month in Africa. But instead I'm did, sitting on you it. Know, but I didn't, you know, like there are all these things that you could do to save hundreds of thousands or millions of people every year and you didn't do it like how would you i don't know how you could fall asleep at 11 p.m and wake up at 7 30 refreshed like you'd I, I would be waking up every hour thinking like fuck i didn't i could have done something to save the like there's that lady that needed that that cancer surgery and I saw the GoFundMe and I could have just fucking dropped 250 grand on it and saved her life, but I didn't. Do you think that they actually have those thoughts, the billionaires of the world? Well, you would I drive don't know. yourself crazy because you could be thinking that every second of every day. Like And you should be. If you, you have know? that much money, nuts. if you have that much money, I hope that you have a lot of mental strife. Like we have we have financial stress where we're stressed out because we don't have money. I hope they have way more financial stress where they have too much money. And it's just like, it's a huge morality thing with them. It's like, I could literally stop world hunger, but I'm deciding not to. <laughs> I'm deciding I, not yeah, to. Yeah, I pay accountants hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to find every fucking loophole. Like, every. it's an illness. Rich Being rich is, a, it's like hoarding. It shouldn't yeah, be an no. illness. Well, I don't live in Ireland and we don't have an office in Ireland, but all my money is going to flow through Ireland because my accountant said that we can reduce our tax hit by 30% if everything runs through Ireland or what, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just don't know how you could rest easy and know like, fuck, I could have saved a, could have saved a million people last year and I didn't. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Yeah. And then you jump and then you jump into your pool and splash your kids, you know? That's why we know that they are bad people. Like, they're not good people. But I bet if you met him at a barbecue, you'd be like, he's actually okay. Yeah. He, you know, like that Brett Wilson dude, like he's, he's, you know, he's a piece of shit, but on, on the dragon's den, he seemed like a pretty good dude. Didn't he? I've met him. I sat on his lap on television and oh, really? he, he, he was on C, CTV morning when I was on CTV morning. And, uh, I sat on his lap as a, as a joke. And then he, and he was really, really nice. And this was before like all the Twitter shit that he'd gone through. So I didn't know he was like a total asshole. And then now all this stuff, but I'm like, yeah, he seemed like a very nice person when I met him. So you're right. That's like a totally, I'm sure there, I'm sure Elon Musk is a great guy to have a drink with, but he's also an evil, evil man. If I, if I was a woman, I would spend most of my time trying to get billionaires hammered and fuck me. Like that, you know what? A lot of women do that, Sean. <laughs> I would spend almost all of my time going to like, you know, fucking like go to his place and just, yeah, hey, let's have another drink. Yahoo! So, Sean, you're basically saying that if you were a woman, you'd be a gold digger? I wouldn't. Well, I would, all I would are. do, I would just, I want to get pregnant and then never see him again. Right. Well, that's well, that's what gold diggers do. That's what a lot of like, that's why, gold digging that's why like, so many women live. try to have sex with pro athletes. Huh? Because they just want to. I didn't know it was a. They're not attractive. There's like maybe maybe five percent of pro athletes are attractive. No, but you go look at the other hockey players. They're horrifying looking. Horrifying looking. Some of them, yeah, but they're all in great shape, so it's the same thing, right? Like, yeah, but like these women, they're not marrying them for their looks. They're marrying them for their money. 
but yeah, I don't want to marry any, I wouldn't want to marry any of these guys. If I was, I would just want to get ham, get them hammered at a party. Fuck me without protection, get pregnant. How many kids would you have? (laughs) Hopefully just the one. Right. And then I would contact them and be like, you're, you know, you're a dad. And then they'd be like, prove it. And I'd be like, I can't fucking wait to prove (laughs) this. And then I would get just a huge amount of money every month for him to raise a kid, you know? We could I mean, settle, that... we would settle it out of court because he wouldn't want it'd be embarrassing for a high profile rich person to have this out of wedlock child. You'd so be we Drake. Yeah. So we would just have like a fifty thousand dollar a month deal. I keep my mouth shut, sign the NDA, take care of the baby, bingo bango. It'd be just great. That'd be the best fucking life. Why don't you why don't you go have a sex change and try it out? That would be something to think about. You know what I mean? Why don't you be a transgendered gold digger? <laughs> I don't imagine if they could get pregnant too. That'd be fun. I mean, that's the next phase, right? It will happen. Science will make yeah. it happen. They're probably trying working on it right now. I guarantee you they are. Trans man pregnancy. It's ha- it's gonna happen within the I- next 10 years, I predict. It will. They're Trans science is will like give birth to a baboon. You ask somebody like 20. 20- 40 years ago, like if, if there would be so many people having, uh, becoming transgendered, people would be like, no, that's not going to happen, but it happened. Hmm. Well, yeah, I'm I- sure that men will be able to get pregnant at some point. Look at junior, look at Arnold Schwarzenegger predicted it. <laughs> See, the problem is if I was trans, then I'd have to get them really drunk. Right. <laughs> like we're not talking about I'm imagining another life where I'm an attractive young woman with great tits and then I can squeeze my way into a party and <laughs> the guy's already hammered and I'm just like, let's go upstairs. He, he, he. I'm not thinking like, hi, I'm Sean Lacomber. Sean, Don't worry. I have all the parts. <laughs> no, I'm not thinking about that. That wouldn't work. It's just a fantasy. It's just a little fantasy that I had for a second, Kathleen. Trust me, Sean, I'm a woman and I have a fantasy that I could be a gold digger. <laughs> just have not you, have you gone through like a phase in your life where you were like, fuck it, I'm just going to find a rich guy and he can get me pregnant and now I'm set. Well, I did go through, like I did date a guy that worked on the oil rigs for a while that made a ton of money, but I just, he was gross. And I, I couldn't, yeah. like he sweat on me during sex and it was just, I was not, it was just not fun. And I was like, I can't be a gold digger. It's too hard. It's way harder to be a gold digger than it is to just genuinely fall in love. <laughs> it's way harder. Yeah. Well, Grant, I remember, I remember I used to go up to Grand Prairie all the time to do stand-up comedy when that still was a thing. And you'd see a lot of that. Like you'd see a lot of like dumpy 40-year-olds like me or whatever with like a hot 28-year-old. Yeah. And you're like, this is a plan. Like this chick has a plan. She's not stupid. Like yeah. I'm have three kids with this guy. We'll have a house together. We'll all decorate everything. And then I'll be like, it's not working. And then he'll have to fucking leave. I'll have the house. Alimony. No, you know what happens? When she turns 40, he starts fucking someone in their 20s. They divorce. She gets the house. She gets the, the alimony. And it's everyone wins except for the she, dude. Yeah. And now she can start dating like a local juggler and it doesn't fucking matter, right? She yeah. It doesn't matter. Save love for later. Yeah. Right? That's a good motto. Yeah. I can love- live my life. Your loves for later. Loves for later. (laughs) Marry for for money and you know, find love later with a juggler or a fucking local dental hygienist. (laughs) How did I go from juggler to dental hygienist? I just thought, you know, two things that are kind of similar, right? Yeah. (laughs) I could have been a pharmacist. I didn't know how much money they made. You know, I started looking at that and I'm like, Jesus Christ, a pharmacist makes like $65 an hour. How long do you have to go to school for to be a pharmacist? Like eight years or something, oh. crazy, which is crazy. All your just pushing, account pills. Yeah, you're just it's fucking mostly gabapentin and fucking nerve. It's all ninety percent of the shit you push out of a pharmacy is an old lady who's like my hips. Like it's all the same shit. I could do it. You know, it's not like you're mixing medicines. No, yeah, that seems like a that seems like a. A job that doesn't require eight years of schooling. Oh, you're not mixing shit. It's not like they're like, I need this and this and this. And you're like, okay, I have to blend it. Come back in an hour. Like you just go through the drawers and fucking pour out the pills that are already in there. And count them. And then put their name on it. 
how the fuck is that a job that requires eight years of education? That's like fucking popcorn at a movie theater. This is why I, the, the main conspiracy that I am about is university education and stuff like that. There's no need for university education. It's absolutely ridiculous. Like I went to a Nate business school. It took two years and I did the exact same stuff that I had friends that were getting a bachelor degree in business from the U of A, but I did way more than them in a two year program. And I got like work placement and all this other stuff. Like, Going to a university, I don't think, I think it's the dumb people that are going to university. It's these people that are literally paying thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars just to get like a thing that they can frame to say that they, they made it through four years of this program. Like if you're a doctor or a nurse, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But like bachelor of arts, what does a bachelor of arts do for people? Like I, mean, like I was in fucking, I was in fine arts. It's like, you come out of that and you're like for four years, like, what did you learn? Like I learned how to cry uh during the this scene in the diary of Anne Frank that I was supposed to cry in. <laughs> oh great. Well we'd love you to make pizza at Domino's then. We'd love for you to fucking come on over to Domino's and uh slice up some za for us. <laughs> if, you can, if you can cry when you need to during a Holocaust show. <laughs> you were in the fine arts program at, at U of A? Yeah, for like two years. They hated me. Like the whole, the teachers all fucking hated me because I tried to turn it. I didn't know how to do acting. So I just turned everything into a joke. <laughs> and, and in junior high and high school, people were like, oh, that's funny. He turned, he turned, he made fun of, you know, we gave him an assignment and he just made fun of the assignment. And that's kind of funny. And then in university, they were like, no, do the assignment. Like actually... You know, you're you're in an electric chair. Like it'd be something like, um, you're in an electric chair and you're about to be executed, and there's five or six people watching your execution, and you have to kind of act. You know? I don't act. Just act. Like, were you ever yeah. in like one of the plays at Studio Theater? No, no, they didn't invite me to those. <laughs> I was in the classes, and then there would be auditions, and they'd be like, "Yeah, no." No, there was like, there was me and a fat guy with a neck beard. Um, and we both were, I don't know what he was doing there. He was terrible. Like, at least I was like, you know, a passable comedic actor, like a fat, low talent Will Ferrell, you know? <laughs> um, but he was just like a fat guy with a neck beard. Like he couldn't act comedically or otherwise. Like, I don't know what he was doing there. So he made me feel good about myself because at least I could like trash the project. But yeah, there was one project where you, I had to pretend I was being executed and every other person that did it was like, Oh, I don't want to die. I'm not ready or whatever. And you were and like, take me Jesus. And I, yeah, I think I was just like, throw the switch now, throw it now, pull, pull it. You know, cause there was, <laughs> there was only two people in the scene and uh, it was me. And then the person that had to pull the switch, the killer, the person that so then you have to like and it's they're supposed to wait for a minute and then pull it and then you kind of go and then you die or whatever that was the thing that you had to do so I, mine was just like as soon as the scene started it was like okay and now pull it pull it go and then the person doesn't know what to do because they're like i'm supposed to wait a minute before i pull the switch and you die but i just kept pleading and then i got out of the chair and was like here let me show you what the fuck you know like and I tried to get in the chair or whatever, you know, and then I failed. I failed it. I think I failed every course I took. And, and you had to pay for that. Oh yeah. I paid five grand to fail. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and that's $5, like dollars to five fail. grand. Now it's like, isn't it like 15 grand a year or something? It's crazy now. Yeah. And it was, t I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know why I went in. I guess it was because the only thing I was, I was like, oh, I do drama and English. So I guess I'll do fine arts and act or whatever. But yeah, I didn't realize like, oh, there is no room for somebody to come in and make this a big joke. Um, this is no joke. This is acting. You are an actor. Act. They do take it really seriously because I tried out for the Red Deer College program, theater program. And I auditioned and everything. And then they interview you after like, what do you, where do you see yourself after this program? And I was just like, oh, I just, I want to be on Saturday Night Live or something. And they both like got this disgusted look Ooh, on their face. Uh, like, what is this? She, what is this swill that she wants? We're, we're, we're actors. Okay. This isn't comedy. Like they were so horrible. horrified that I said that. <laughs> acting, acting is a trade. It's not a joke. 
I didn't get in. It was not offered a, a spot in that program. <laughs> I think maybe the lowest point of my, I don't know if I've told this story in the podcast before, but I went to SATE. Um, many, you did not many tell this story. I auditioned for like this thing at SATE um, was a radio program. There was like a radio and program and then a TV program. And there was like a hundred people trying out for 20 spots in the TV program. And then on the same day, there was 22 people uh, trying to get into the radio program when there was 20 spots. So everybody was kind of laughing about like, holy shit, like only two people are not going to get into this thing. And I was one of the two people that didn't get in. Oh, no. Yeah, because they 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 asked questions like, um, what would you do if you found somebody's wallet laying on the ground? And then I made up a story about how I would spend all the money and then burn the, you know, I thought, I thought they were looking for people to like joke around and like try to make something funny out of it, but they weren't, they were literally looking for you to be like, I would take the wallet and I would, I would find an ID inside of it. And then I would do everything I could to return that wallet to its rightful owner. And I would wear gloves. I would wear latex gloves <laughs> so as not to contaminate it. Like that's what, they, so I was like, I would spend it all on fucking dick. I would go to a, you know, I don't know what I said, but I, I just remember like making up a giant lie about how I would spend all the money and then burn the leather. <laughs> this is so funny. Cause you were actually accepted to try to get into all the programs that they wouldn't even let me apply for. Cause my marks were so bad. <laughs> no, I was able to apply, but I did not get, I was not accepted. And then, yeah, on the way home, I was like, I don't know if I got that. It's like, really? Like 22 people auditioning for 20 spots and two people went home like fucking, nope, you didn't get it. And I was one of them. Oh my God. Who was the other one? <laughs> Probably a guy with a fat guy with a neck beard. <laughs> so you both got into U of A Fine Arts instead. There's, a, there's always like a certain type of woman that um, when I'm speaking is like, oh, you know, like there's just a certain, I don't know what kind of woman that is, but there is a certain flavor brand of woman who um, when I'm speaking, they're like, you know, they just get this look on their face like, oh, you know. And in both of those situations, that's what happened. Like, and when I was in the fine arts program, it was a type of woman who saw me perform and was like, oh, goodness me. <laughs> and the same thing at the Sate thing. She, they're just a lady who looked at me like, oh, God, he'd steal the money. <laughs> he'd steal he the money. He wouldn't return the wallet. And what a like, piece of shit. <laughs> no, I would. Of course I fucking would. I'm but I'm trying to get into a radio arts program. Like, are we not joking around here? Like, no. Do you think everything's a joke, Sean? Do you think everything's some kind of joke? What do you think you're a comedian or something? This is radio. <laughs> I'm not in fucking radio's garbage though. Like the radio industry is just trash. Unless it's you're just like, like the comedy industry. Like, yeah. It's not fun. We're back. We're back. Hit the post. <laughs> We're back. I would blow it big time. Basically, I would have like two people on Facebook, like lose this guy. He sucks. And then I would come back from break. Like, we're back. Sorry, guys. Sorry. You didn't like what was going on before. <laughs> you want to know what we got in our, our packages from Northern Queen this week? What'd you get? Uh, we got red licorice fish and we got caramels. I don't, I forgot to grab them, but if you have them, Jim, hold them up. But there's, uh, I had a red licorice fish, fish last night and I fell asleep really easily. <laughs> and they also gave me these bath salts that they have. And wow. I got high in a bath. Really? It was so, yeah, you didn't get any Jim because <laughs> you're, you're a boy. Boys don't take boys baths. Don't, boys don't do that. <laughs> Too big for my bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> but this is amazing so this week their 15% off coupon code is going to be baboon heart oh no and it's good from I believe March 6th what's the I don't I can't look on my phone right now she sent it to you I think it's like March 6th to like a the 17th okay I don't know we'll post it somewhere but baboon heart for northern queen baboon. and they gave us a scratchy See, that's oh that's nice that's a happy one why and it's easy you... 
what I don't get about the baboon heart thing is like you just did it once, like you did, like you just. Oh yeah, thought, you never tried again. Yeah. yeah, like who thought of it? They were like, we could try baboon. But <laughs> I guess like wouldn't there be a dead baby you could use? You know, like I don't know. But what if it was just like the like she got? Does it say that she had like the worst? Like they never want to put another human through what they put baby Faye through. Baboon heart transplant. I mean, I think they did it once, which is very weird to just be like, well, that didn't work. We're not a winner. It says thanks uh, for trying. That's nice. Surgeon we have transplant. not won in a long time. That's true. We have not won in a long time. This is really a testament to like gambling not paying off. It doesn't fucking work. Yeah. It doesn't work. The only time it ever really worked was when we had like the giant ones when you would get those $30 scratch things, but I just don't like buying that much worth of scratch. Yeah, but but the third if you buy like a $30 ticket and then you win 30 bucks, you're like, oh sick, I won 30 bucks, but like you really have just won nothing. Broke even. It's not fair. It breaks my baboon heart. <laughs> it breaks my baboon fucking heart. Valentine's Day is tough. Did you have a good Valentine's Day? <laughs> Uh, no, for the baboon heart, you know, like the baboon hearts or whatever. Oh, okay. So the surgeon who did it, he took a lot of heat, right? They were like, what are you crazy? And then his response was, Hey, look, we used to just let these babies die. Like if they were born with these weird heart conditions, we just put them aside and they died. So we thought we would fucking let's throw a hail Mary and put a baboon ticker in. (laughs) And then he got a lot of bad press. So did they just kill an innocent baboon or did the baboon die in a car accident and they harvested the heart? the baboon died in a car accident, yes. And they were able to harvest the baboon organs. Uh, the, the baboon was, a, was luckily was a drunk driver. That's what happened. The baboon <laughs> was driving. At That's a probably circus. why it didn't work because it had a bad heart. He was a circus baboon and he was driving hammered because he got a hold of the, the lion tamer's gin. Does it say anything about what happened to who the baboon was? No, it doesn't say anything about the baboon at all. <laughs> it's kind of pathetic because the baboon lived longer than the baby did. But all yeah, we talked about is baby Faye. Well, we, why don't we talk about the fucking 19-year-old baboon? Gordon the baboon. <laughs> Gordo. Gordo no. the baboon. Hmm. That's Maybe they're trying to orangutan next time. So I guess that guy at McDonald's didn't have a baboon heart now that I think about it. I think he just had like one little piggy valve and we he called used, it a baboon heart. So they use pig parts in people? Yeah, I think they use piggy, they'll use like a piggy's tail or something like a whirly, the whirly tails. No, they I hated, they that's like, what I hated about biology was dissecting that pig. Oh, the baby pig. No, we didn't do that. You guys expected a fucking pig. It was awful. I hated it. And a cow eyeball. What the fuck kind of bio teacher did you have? Like, was this, did this happen in his apartment? It was at a Catholic high school. (laughs) Oh, Catholic high school, of course. So at a Catholic high school, they're like, don't worry, Jesus wants us to kill him. Exactly. You guys never had to dissect like a frog or anything? No, we just had to tear pictures of the Pope in biology. (laughs) (laughs) That was what we did instead. In any non-Catholic biology class, you just fucking throw darts at the Pope for an hour and then move on to chem. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I can see how in a a Christian... Yeah, I didn't go to any kind of Catholic. It didn't stick for you, though, did it? Like your love for Christ faded hard. I I never loved Christ. I only went there to get a ride to school because my brother went there. I didn't want to take the bus. Was your brother, so, did your brother like Christ? No, I don't even know why my brother went there. Did he let why. Christ, did he ever let Christ into his baboon heart? We weren't a Christ loving family. No. No, we, uh, we were heathens. Hmm. Still are proud heathens. One day you'll flip one day when I'm fucking having a heart attack, I'll be like, Jesus, you're real. Please save me. You know? <laughs> Just a fucking Hail Mary pass right at the end. <laughs> you think that they're going to let someone that never went to church on Sunday get a, get into heaven just because they accept them? They I've, do make you believe that that is what happens, though. 
I still, I, there's a part of me that still believes that the only people that are going to get into heaven are people that didn't believe in religion on earth because God will be like, that was the test. You weren't supposed to believe that stupid story. <laughs> the people who bought that story, they're in hell right now. That makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, that's the heaven I believe in is all the atheists go to heaven and all the people who believed in nonsensical fairy tale are burning forever. I'm going to follow your religion then. <laughs> You're Jesus to me, John. Oh, I'm a little fat Jesus. <laughs> so we lost our goddamn, we lost our ticket. We don't have, you got to keep working at second cup. I got to keep finding no. a job, you know, it's not easy. I'm working at the restaurant. That's enough. And I'm an Avon lady now. I had a couple of people get a hold of me. Like I put my resume on Indeed and applied for a bunch of jobs. And then nobody got back to me about the jobs because I have like a weird 15 year gap. Um, and then, but then two, like two people did get back to me like, hello. Like I just saw here, like think about how desperate these people are. <laughs> they're like, they're employers who are combing resumes on Indeed to find people who haven't worked a job in 15 years to offer them front desk positions that pay $15 an hour. <laughs> well, they're so, going to need someone at second cup soon. So do you want me to <laughs> recommend you? Sure. Okay. I'll be in you charge. Can run of, it. In charge of security. That's what I do. <laughs> John's really good at security. As long as nothing happens. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he focused. That's his main focus is. As long as nothing happens, everybody's safe. I've been binge watching The Office, so naturally I want to work in an office. And last week I binge watched 911 and I wanted to be a paramedic. So I always just want to be whatever I'm binge watching. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, good for you. Yeah, it's exciting. So is this podcast over now? <laughs> I would say this one's been good. How long have we been talking for? Yeah, it's too long 56, already. 56, oh, that's, that's it. This long. is much harder now though that like we have we do nothing during the day like i know and nothing happens for us to talk about even in the news there's nothing exciting happening right now no even even though you're working at second cup it's not like you've got a bunch of funny second cup stories like everybody's I, wearing a mask and sitting on fries and eating fucking garbage off of garbage zero funny stories about second cup <laughs> <laughs> oh well life goes on until it doesn't right that's true. Let's see how much longer we'll live. <laughs> We're going to get vaccinated. I've already been vaccinated. You have? Yep, I did it. Liar. Lied about my age. I said I was 87. <laughs> they fell for it. The bitch at the clinic went for it. She thought you were 89? Up, you should dress up as Santa, like just in Santa stuff. Oh, yeah. Go in there like, oh, ho, 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 and then get Santa vaccinated. needs the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm we don't bad. want Santa to die before Christmas. <laughs> oh, no, I won't take that gene therapy. <laughs> I bet you Santa's an anti-masker. By communists. <laughs> Who cares? I bet you Santa is an anti-masker. Santa with a mask on just ain't right, you know? It's not right. Nope. It ain't right. It just ain't right. Nope. Get your claw, get your paws off my claws, bitch. <laughs> I ain't putting that mask on. <laughs> oh, well. Well, this podcast was, I don't know, where where should we, where would it rank uh, <clears throat> in all it time? It was like podcasts? a six and a half or seven out of 10, I think. The I think baboon heart stuff was good. The baboon heart stuff was great, yeah. 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 That's like, why it's the, the coupon something. code. <laughs> <laughs> I like how both of you were like, there was one strong part. you talked for an hour and boy three minutes really did tickle my fancy yeah (laughs) we'll edit it down to that we'll just have like why is this three minutes i thought it was funny (laughs) when caffeine said there's nothing like a fresh nugget because like i love a fresh no one else has ever said that so like oh man you know it's great a fresh mcdonald's honestly you guys that's one of the greatest things when i bite into a fresh nugget it takes me away to another world my dogs are wrestling i don't know if you can hear it but what what's what's the sauce you put on (laughs) can you hear that oh yeah (laughs) choking on it sounds like they're choking on styrofoam no they're just wrestling hey what kind of sauce do you use on your nuggets though 
Um, I use the hot mustard. Perfect. That's a good yeah. one. A good hot one. mustard's the best. And sometimes if I'm feeling nostalgic, honey. You know what else is good? Um, uh, McChicken, McChicken sauce mixed with barbecue sauce. Ooh. Oh, that would be good. That, is that would good. be good. You got to think about that one. Dang. Barbecue ranch is good too. Barbecue and ranch together. But McChicken sauce and barbecue, that'd be good. It's That's basically bad. mayonnaise. That's barbecue sauce and mayonnaise. Yeah, it's really good for you, I think. <laughs> it's good for your old baboon heart. Good for your yeah. pig valve. <laughs> your left ventricle. Thanks for being on your own podcast, Jim. Thanks for being on your podcast, Kathleen. Thanks for having Thanks. me as a guest again. <laughs> on your own podcast. It was so nice. Yeah, it's nice being a guest on my own podcast again. <laughs> we, need, we need to think of a theme, you know? Sports. Next time we'll do all sports. All sports. Oh, then I'll have to do the when you ask me my favorite person in sports, I'll just say Reggie Jackson. <laughs> Mr. October. <laughs> oh, how come there's no Mrs. October? 